Hey fellas, this is Rob Carbone. You're listening to BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankee analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. What is going on? What's up? What's going on, guys? Rob Carbone here coming at you on a Sunday night nearing 11 p.m., August 25th, BD4, episode 22. Um, In a good mood tonight, not going to start this one off by ripping the Yankees a new one like I did last time out, Um, because, well, if you watched baseball this weekend, you heard about the Yankees the classic Yankee Dodger matchup. And it went well. It went very well for New York. The Bombers took two out of three. Could have been a sweep. Um so close to being a sweep. I really wanted that sweep, but we'll settle for two or three, man. Dodgers are a tough ass team. They still have the best record in baseball, so just goes to show how tough it was. Um <clears throat> Yeah, we played well. Game one, we came out of the gate, and we were storming, man. We scored 10 runs on them off of, what's his name? We scored, I mean, that was an impressive performance because we scored 10, 10 runs, and I think half of them, maybe more, six of them, were against uh, Ryu. I don't know how you pronounce his name. I think it's Ryu, Ryu, the kid with the, uh, the one-point-something ERA. I mean, this is the best starting pitcher in baseball this season, <clears throat> and the Yankee Bats made him look like a fool. So that was really, really impressive. Gary Sanchez starts things off with a home run. A couple batters later, Aaron Judge has a home run. He had a big series. We'll get to him later. Um, Didi Gregorius blew the game open later in the fifth. Hit a grand slam off of Ryu. Eventually hit another home run later in that game. So they, they pounded Ryu pretty hard. And that was impressive, man. I wanted to see an outing like that from the bats where... You know, coming off, not only not just coming off Oakland and Cleveland, but we saw them play the Orioles 19 times this year and bash them. So that's kind of going to pad your offensive numbers. So it was nice. It was nice to see that they were capable of doing this to a Cy Young pitcher. Not that I didn't think they could. I've always had faith in the offense this season, but it was still a comforting sight to see. So game one, the bats were outstanding, and. Really, though, that wasn't even the story, as the story all series was the pitching. Game one, it was James Paxton, who, again, starting to look better lately. Um, Outside of that last start before this weekend, he's pitched better. And in this game, he was dominant. He's been dominant very rarely this year. You can probably count on one hand, and it probably won't even take more than two or three fingers to count with because he's not had many dominant outings other than the one versus Boston and maybe one other, and now this one. He went six and two-thirds, so he pitched two outs into the seventh inning. Just two runs came across on him, and he struck out 11. He was to no walks, too. He didn't walk a single batter. And so he just looked dominant out there. His fastball was his normal 95-plus in the zone, dot in the corners, but his curveball, that was the story once again. And, you know, when Paxson gets his curveball working, it's such a good complementary pitch when you when he sequences it with that fastball. When he pitches them together back-to-back, it's a great combination he has. And 
that's kind of been a key to why he's been successful of late. So good to see Paxton have have a great start. Uh, Yanks did lose game two, but again another good outing from your from your starting pitching. Sabathia obviously he's not going to give you more than four or five innings anymore, but again can't complain with four innings, two earned runs, which is what he gave them. And Penn shut it down again from there. Um, offense scored one run off of another Judge Homer. Um, but the story of that game was that ninth inning. You know, when Torres starts things off, it's still it's two to one Dodgers in the ninth. In the ninth. Um, Torres starts things off with a single. Guardy picks up a hustle single in the infield, and then from there it was remember the fielder's choice from Gio, where they threw the second and uh, Gardner slide. A hard slide, but it was an, it was a legal slide. They overturned the call, which was originally out. He was safe, but the whole thing with Glaber Torres coming home from third, you know, that was a whole mess, the whole controversial mess, where uh, the ump called a timeout apparently, but he was halfway through, halfway down the line, and which I don't know why they're calling timeout anyways, because Kenley Jansen was the one who called the timeout. He has no. He has no right to do that in the middle of a play. It's a live play. He calls a timeout. The ump grants him it, and the run doesn't count. And that ends up costing the Yankees the game. And it's just another bullshit call by an umpire this year. Now, I'm not against umps. You all know me. I hate the whole robot umpire thing. I think that's ridiculous. I'll laugh at you all day long for that. I think that's comical. But I'm not going to sit here and suck up to these umps because uh, we've seen some brutal shit from them this year with the especially with the Yankees. It's not been they've not been kind to us. And this is a game the Yankees easily could have had. You know, with their bats, you know they're gonna come back every game. It feels like they're never out of it. And that's exactly what they did here in the ninth. And, you know, one call goes their way and they could have won this game. But again, you can't blame it on that. And they lost. They mustered up just one run against some random nobody pitcher. Um but Again, the story of their entire season is has been their ability to bounce back, and that's what they did tonight here in the finale of the set, downing the Dodgers five to one. <clears throat> and that's it's it was another great outing from a Yankee pitcher, Domingo Herman, six innings, one run. Uh, offensively, uh, we dealt with Kershaw pretty good, man. It was impressive again from the offense. It was an impressive all around series. Uh, Lemayhew hits a first inning homer. Judge hits another one in the second. Mike Ford hits one later in the uh, maybe the sixth inning. Um, and then the Yankees tack on later. Little Ford, Urshela, and Gardner string, it, string together a couple of hits in the eighth and ninth, and they end up winning 5-1. to one. So it was a great series all around, man. Some great signs. But again, it goes back to the starting pitching. You don't win this series without starting pitching. Never did I think... That with this potent Dodger lineup, who is very much like the Yankees, with the ability to hit for power, to draw the walk and get on base, to hit for average, to do everything, to be a versatile, dynamic offense, never did I think that this makeshift rotation of the Yankees would hold them to one, two, three, four, five runs in these three games. Five runs. Nowadays, five runs isn't even that much in a game. So they held them to five over the course of three. Which was I can't stress enough how big that was from Paxton, Sabathia, and Herman. 
And again, I'm I'm not surprised that Herman pitched a great game because he's he's been a great pitcher this season. Don't let the four or something ERA fool you. He's had three implosions, okay, and the rest of his starts have either been very good or at worst mediocre. So he's had a very a strong season. He's pitched better than his ERA has showed. But to see that from Sabathia and to see it from Paxton, that's a good sign. That's a, that's a nice sign. Now I'm not gonna go overboard, you know. I still think the Yankees are a pretending team because I want to see them prove a lot more to me. The starting pitching has to show some consistency down the stretch for the rest of the regular season in order for me to drop that pretender name that I labeled them as. So I want to see some more from them. But it was definitely a good start. Definitely a good sign. And also, credit to the bullpen because they they were outstanding this series. Um, Altogether, all three of these games, they didn't allow a single run. Not an earned run. They didn't allow a single run. And they pitched nine and a third altogether. So 9.1 innings, zero runs from this pen. That is spectacular once again. Against a lineup like the Dodgers, that's just, that's literally the definition of perfect. Starting pitching was great. The bullpen, perfect. So couldn't have asked for a better time for them to show up. Um... And again, the bats, even when they're slumping, they still managed to crack uh, 16 runs over the course of three games. So that's not bad. Um, and uh, specifically, let's check in on a couple of players. Uh, Aaron Judge, man, he's getting hot. And that is huge, man. I can't tell you how big that is for this for this offense. If Aaron Judge can get hot and we keep everybody else where they are, goddamn, an even greater offense will get. I mean, so over his last eight games, this is including tonight. Over his last eight games, he's 12 for 33, 364. And seven of those 12 hits are for extra bases. Three doubles and four homers. Three in a row. Now, three games in a row with a homer. He's got six RBIs in those eight games. So he's been on fire lately, man. And it's it, like you can't. You can't ask for more for uh, what he's done. And these aren't just like tack-ons he's been hitting. <clears throat> these have been big hits, big home runs in timely spots. You know? So it's good to see him doing some things. <clears throat> get Judge going. If Gary can get on one of his hot streaks. Now, he's been very steady since coming off the uh, the DL. But if he can get like hot, hot like he does, that'd be an even bigger sign. But at this point... Gary's Gary. He's going to do what he does. Doesn't do much outside of hitting homers, but hey, we got everybody else hitting for average. You know, he's he's I'm fine not where I'm fine with him sitting where he is right now. Whatever. I'm kind of accustomed to him just being this slugger. If everybody else is going to do their thing, it's not as harmful. So he's um him and Judge looking good back to back. What else do I got? But yeah, I mean there's not much else to say. Just an overall impressive series for these for these bats and for the pitching staff. You know the Dodgers are a hell of a team. I'm surprised. I, I I'm surprised the Yankees. Uh, I, I'm surprised they lost that those four in Oakland. Man, that was or three the three in Oakland. That was rough. I didn't think they were that bad, but you know they can always bounce back, and that's what they did. And they do have another chance to. They can get another crack at Oakland uh, next week. After they play Seattle, we've got a couple more 10 o'clock, 10 o'clockers coming up. But after they play Seattle at night, they head back home to the stadium 
for their homestand, and first team they play is Oakland again, so they can get their rebuttal there. But, I mean, you can't be too pissed off, though, at this road trip, really. It started out bad, though. I mean, uh, you sh- uh, the split in Cleveland, no, the split at Yankee Stadium, was it? That was at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it was a split Yankee Stadium, but, you know, it, didn- it wasn't a great start. And then you had Oakland, who swept us even worse. But come back here, and now if you if you do your job against Seattle, you can look at this recent stretch and say not bad considering the circumstances. So that's pretty much what I got on that. Um, oh, it's good that Players Weekend is over. God, I hate that shit. <laughs> I, I I'm an old school traditional fan. That whole nickname thing, the whole players' choice with their jerseys, and uh, I I it's just weird to me. I'm not a fan of that shit. Do it, do it in the in the All Star Game. You know, make that something that you do uh, for the Home Run Derby and for the All Star Game on All Star Weekend, not in a regular season game down the stretch. That's you know important for the Yankees in terms of home field and for the Dodgers as well for the same same situation. Do it in the All Star Game. I'm not a fan of the and those jerseys. By the way, they're horrific. They look like shit. I mean. <laughs> Who the hell thought white on white, black on black? That was awful, and all teams in the league did this shit. It was just terrible, especially for a classic rivalry like the Yanks and Dodgers. Wouldn't you want to see the Yankee Grays versus the Dodger Whites? I mean, that would have been great. But no, we had to wear those stupid milkman uniforms and the stupid UPS uniforms, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, janitor, The Yankees look like janitors out there. Fucking Michael Myers. <laughs> the uh, Dodgers look like freaking milkmen. Really, it was just ugly. And uh, a lot of they got a lot of bad feedback from it. I don't think that's something we're going to see next year. Although the nickname thing will definitely stick around. But I don't expect those ugly-ass black and white unis to return. But just in general, that whole Players Weekend thing's a joke. It's so millennial, man. I can't tell you how millennial that is. Ugh. I know the young kids love it. The 16-year-olds love it. I sound like I'm a freaking 50-year-old, but I'm 24 and I still hate that shit. I'm not all about this new shit. I really aren't. I, I'm not, man. I it, It's annoying. This whole freaking uh, Field of Dreams, let's play in London. I hate that shit, too. Just stick to your roots. Play where you're supposed to play in front of your home crowd, but do where we are supposed to wear. I don't know. Whatever. So I think that's pretty much all I got. This is going to be a short podcast episode tonight. But, but yeah, no, Yanks are 37 and 25 this season against above 500 clubs, which again, it's it's a good sign. So maybe I was a little tough on them after these losses, a little too pissed off. But no, I don't take anything back though in terms of what I said about the pitching staff. But it, like I said, definitely a good sign, and good to see them beat these beat a club like the Dodgers. Um, after such a rough stretch. So that's that. Let's get to the trivia, and then we'll wrap things up. All right. Tonight's question. Which Yankees player is the only player to hit a Grand Slam in Game 7 of a World Series? Once again, which Yankees player is the only player to hit a Grand Slam in Game 7 of a World Series? First one to inbox, first one to comment on my on my Facebook page, on my Twitter, wherever. 
first one to do so and give me the right answer, I will give your page a shout out. And that'll be that. All right. So which Yankees player is the only player to hit a grand slam in game seven of a World Series? All right. That's that. And thank you guys so much for stopping by. I'm about to write the recap of the game now on my blog. So be sure to follow me there on Twitter and follow me on Facebook and WordPress on SoundCloud, wherever I will be posting updates as I usually do throughout the games and writing recaps every night, podcast episodes after every series. Thank you guys for coming by. I'll see you later. Ciao. Hey, thanks for stopping by, guys. I appreciate the listen. If you've made it this far, don't forget to check out my blog. It's on Twitter, Facebook, and also on WordPress. And you can find all that right on my SoundCloud page. Capiche? All right.